At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is The Look Ahead right here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. Greg Peterson holding it down for Scott Seidenberg tonight. And we've got an absolutely amazing show. It is going to be chock full of guests and it's going to be a good time as Mike Pritchard is going to be joining me in the first hour. You know him from betting across America. Does a lot of weekend work when it comes to the football season as well. We're going to be chatting with him about what we can take a look forward to in terms of the NFL for this upcoming season because now we're getting to the time where it's all about baseball, and it's all about getting set for both college football and the NFL. So he's going to be joining me in hour number one. In hour number two, we're going to have analytics capper, a.k.a. Albert Wynn, join me. It's going to be a lot of fun. He does a great job just taking a look at sort of the hardcore numbers of handicapping. We're going to get his thoughts on a few long shots for this upcoming NFL season and take a look at a little bit of baseball as well. And along the way, we're going to be talking a little bit of UFC with Dan Vreeland. He does a great job over there at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. We've got some big cards that are coming up in the next few weeks in terms of the combat sports market. So we're going to get his thoughts there. And then in the final hour, Dan Titus, better known as Titus, over there at the Action Network. He's going to be joining me. We've been seeing a lot this offseason in terms of the NBA, and I know that he's got some thoughts. Looking forward at football as well, but something that has been really drawing up a little bit of a buzz here at the network this week has been the VEASAN pentathlon as I had a shot to be able to prize win this thing. And I am salty that nasty duster was not so nasty tonight as he needed at least five and a half strikeouts for him. So I needed at least six strikeouts. And of course he goes seven innings, winds up getting four. 
should have taken the outs prop, but I mean, it really does lead to just what you wind up doing in terms of handicapping and how strategy winds up changing because I'm someone that I pretty much handicapped this competition the way that I typically do, relatively conservatively with the run line. I wound up taking a run line that I was going to anyway with the Tampa Bay Rays. When it comes to player props, I really don't dive into them, but I'm typically someone that is not going to take overly much of a long shot, but at the same time, you want to be able to keep it sort of in a place in which you feel very good about it. If you would have told me before the game between the Yankees and the Reds, which Yankees wind up losing outright, by the way, in 10 innings. They wind up giving up a bunch of runs in the 10th inning if you wind up having this game over, and I'm someone that actually did have this game over. Well, it was a very, very good win as extra innings and the stupid ghost runner, which I still don't think should be a thing, wound up pushing this one over, but that said, I would have probably taken this one again, even if it was a case which I would have, it would have been like day number one, because I'm more of someone that you're just looking to be able to hit consistently long term. And if you wind up finding yourself down a little bit of a comp, comp, if you're finding yourself down in a competition as well, like this, because it wound up going to where you had to pick a total in day number one, a favorite and an underdog in day two, run line in game three or in day three, and then in day four, you wound up having to go with the prop. It was a case of which you wound up seeing it with the guys that were just on in the nightcap. You're seeing it with Follow the Money, who needs a Brewers win. And by the way, as I'm doing this live, it is 2-2 two to two in the bottom of the ninth inning for the San Francisco Giants. So I will pass along a result once we wind up being able to get one. So have no fear. I'm very much watching this game here in the studio, but it is a case where it does wind up varying your approach. Like, if I would have just had Nestor Cortez being able to hit, I would be the leader in the clubhouse. Unfortunately, if fifths were fifths, we would all be drunk at this point. But that said, it is one of those things where I was able to lay it out just the way that I wanted it to. And that's a big thing with regards to, like, any competition. I compare sometimes sports betting to poker. I'm someone that I've played a little bit of poker in my day. And I'm typically someone that, when it comes to poker, you wind up. Fold, fold, fold until you get to the money. Once I wind up getting to the money, then you wind up trying to go for broke because you know that you've got a little bit of something in your back pocket. And I mean, that's a approach that has always wound up working for me. I've never lost money in terms of poker long term. So that's one thing that I wind up doing personally. And it's a different strokes for different folks sort of thing. Now, if I would have been a little bit more wise with regards to the strikeout prop that I would have picked on Thursday, it would have been able to work out. But I mean, the way that everyone played this, I take a look at it, and I do think that everyone wound up playing it the way that you should have. If you were a leader like myself, Scott, Gill, where pretty much any win, and if everyone winds up washing out on pretty much like an even money bet behind you, you wind up being the leader in the clubhouse. You don't need to go for broke. You don't need to wind up pushing all in on like some 10 to 1 long shot. If you want to, that's fine. Then this is where you wind up sort of taking the Jeopardy approach as well, because we know that in Jeopardy, when you wind up seeing them go down to the final question, you got the people that are, have like $2,000, and you, then you've got the guy that's got like $20,000. Typically, you'll find the person with $20,000 wind up playing it relatively conservatively, being like, you know what? We want to try to be able to maximize, but at the same time, I don't want to be a complete moron if I'm at $20,000. Don't wind up putting up $20,000 to where if you wind up missing, congratulations, you had a guaranteed victory, and you just wound up flushing it straight down the toilet bowl. So you wind up seeing that quite a bit. And I feel like that's one of those things that we wind up doing with regards to this one. You've got follow the money. You wind up going with the big plus price, the nightcap, 
list goes on and on. I know that West wound up going with most strikeouts for Kevin Gosman, and he actually did wind up having a little bit of controversy as well as the edge was trying to go with a prop that was multiple days. Commissioner John Goulet wanted ruling that it had to be settled tonight. And you know what? Everything works itself out because the over the over the span of a few days prop would have been the Toronto Blue Jays to be able to get a sweep. And that did not happen as the Kansas City Royals as the biggest underdog of the year in Major League Baseball. We had not seen a money line get north of four dollars until today. The biggest one. Prior to this, by the way, that would be the Bo Brisky versus the L.A. Dodgers game where you wound up having Tigers and Dodgers. It was Clayton Kershaw on the other side. That wound up getting up right around minus 375 is pretty much the max I wound up seeing it. This was one where the Blue Jays, in a lot of spots, wound up getting up a little bit north of $4. At DraftKings, they were minus 410, and the Kansas City Royals wind up winning outright. And we're probably going to see more of these money lines moving forward in terms of teams that are going to be north of $3 underdogs because we've got a chasm between haves and haves nots. As we know, the New York Yankees have been a very powerful team thus far this season. You've been noticing the Houston Astros really tearing it up in the American League when they wind up going up against the Detroit Tigers, the Kansas City Royals. Insert your poopy team here. They are going to be very, very sizable favorites. And I think that that just leads to the approach of you aren't betting teams, you're betting numbers. I mean, in the case of, like, Yankees versus Reds, for instance, a game that I wound up firing in on. The Reds are not going to be a favorite against the Yankees in any form or fashion. It could have been J.P. Sears, who is someone that I've seen a couple starts for the Yankees' bullpen game. list goes on and on, going up against the most trustworthy starter of the Reds, and that most trustworthy starter did wind up actually pitching tonight. And Luis Castillo and the Yankees, they'd be finding themselves with north of a 50% chance to win home or road, whether it be just in any circumstance at all, but it's all about trying to gauge, okay, when have we gotten up a little bit too lofty and when do I wind up having value on underdogs? Because I know there are some cases in which a plus $3 underdog, it doesn't wind up having necessarily the world's greatest value. Now, you probably don't want to be laying $3 in a lot of cases on the money line, especially when you've got options to be able to reduce the juice, whether that be via a team total, whether it be via some of these props in which you wind up getting like over 18 and a half outs from the starting pitcher if you think that he's going to be able to light it up. So with this day and age in Major League Baseball, it's more than just sides and totals. So it does allow you many more options to where if you don't want to wind up laying minus $3 on insert your powerful team here, you don't need to, which I think has been very good with sports betting because we have seen just with the with the passing of PASPA ever since 2018, more and more of these East Coast books have allowed for these options. And some of these options have been able to make it out West as well. And especially with, I mean, Circa coming to town here where I sit right now, they've been able to do a lot of good with regards to the menu that they offer as well. But I do think that it is something that we're going to be seeing more and more of. And take a look long-term. If you've been, been betting on underdogs, so I would say plus 175 or greater, you've been coming out relatively well. We remember that Pirates versus Dodgers series a little bit earlier this season where the Pirates or north of a $2 underdog in all three of those games. As a matter of fact, if you rolled over the money line all three games, now, I don't think that there were too many people crazy enough to be like, oh, you know what? I'm going to take the Pirates in game one. I'm going to take those winnings, roll it over in game two, and you know what? We're going to go for the trifecta and try to roll it over in game three. I don't think there were too many people I wanted doing that, and if you did, I completely salute you for that, but you would have been able to get right around 48 to 1 on your money, so if you would have started with 100 bucks. 
you would have been leaving with over $4,700, $4,800, depending upon your closing numbers. So you do have a lot of value with regards to underdogs, but it is a case in which you want to be gauging what the actual percentage is because when it comes to these numbers as well, like minus 110, as we know, the break-even percentage on that is 52.38%. You're able to do the math, whether it be minus 160, minus $3. Obviously, if it's minus slash plus 100, that's 50%. So you're able to take a look down the line. If you think that a team winds up having a 50% chance of winning, you're getting plus money, that's good. But if you think a team is having like a 20% chance of being able to win the game, which you don't find that too often, but there are some demonstrative cases in which a team is just completely and utterly dominated. You know what? Plus 250, not necessarily worth taking a look at there. And then it's about trying to be able to reduce the juice when it comes to those favorites. And it is something that is going to be a little bit of an art form moving forward. And you certainly did wind up seeing it with regards to some of the underdogs being able to come through. And we're also noticing in baseball right now that quite a few unders have been starting to come through as well. It's all about ebbs and flows. In Major League Baseball, you were noticing in the months of late May into early June that the overs were really starting to take hold. And you don't want to be blindly playing trends, especially in just any sport at all, but especially Major League Baseball. But you will notice that when you wind up seeing like a two to three run, two to three week run on unders, typically overs wind up having a little bit more value. Those numbers wind up getting shaded down. And I do think that that is so important to take a look at just the trends in general don't blind bet them but at the same time be aware of them and i'm aware that coming up next we've got an absolutely tremendous guest mike pritchard he does amazing work here at the network former nfl player gonna be joining me next as we take a look forward to the nfl season right here on the look at it on beeson the sports bank network at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of The Look Ahead is brought to you by Zendig Theme Pouches, the simpler way to enjoy nicotine satisfaction and enjoy the lasting change on your terms. Zendig Theme Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that's helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering a smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. I don't know about you, but there have been times in my life where I just needed to make a change, and I knew I needed to make a change, but I just wasn't ready yet. I'm sure that a lot of smokers and dippers out there can relate. Zinn understands that there isn't one, and I air quotes here, right time to be able to make the change. Everyone's timeline is a little bit different. Everyone is on their own journey, so... Whenever you feel like you're ready to take the first step forward towards change, Zen will be there for you with the right strength, the right flavor, and the right time. And if you're thinking about making a change and want to learn more today, check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at ZYN.com. That is ZYN.com. And warning, this is a product that contains nicotine. Nicotine, it is an addictive chemical. We're back here on the lookout with myself, Greg Peterson, and great to be joined by Mike Pritchard. Does a great job on our show, Betting Across America, Monday through Friday. And during the football season, I know that he contributes a lot on our weekend shows as well. And Mike, great to have you aboard tonight. Thank you. Greg, great to be with you. Uh, excited to be on the show with you, man. How are you? I'm doing great. And you know, it's great taking a look forward to what we're going to be getting this NFL season. And it's starting to get to the point where these teams are going to be starting up with regards to practices. I would call it two days, but things have changed a little bit in this day and age of the NFL. But with that said, just taking a look at sort of the landscape of the NFL. I'm not sure about you, but one of the teams I'm most intrigued about is the San Francisco 49ers because we're hearing so much that Jimmy G probably at some point is going to be dealt, that this is going to be Trey Lance's team. And I'm not sure about you, but I really can't wind up firing in on anything for the San Francisco 49ers right now. And I honestly would feel better coming into the year about Jimmy G rather than the unknowns of Trey Lance. I'm not sure how you feel about the 49ers, but I think that they're a fascinating team, and I really can't make a determination until I know who's going to be starting under center. You know, Greg, it is uh, interesting uh, development what's happening. Uh, you can throw in uh, Debo Samuel, too, in a contract situation, but I, you know, you can't have a backup quarterback making that much money. I know he would be an insurance policy, but Jimmy G would be a very expensive insurance policy. And we're talking about Trey Lance, a young quarterback that has not played a lot of football. He had one fantastic year in college. And I think the 49ers were intrigued by that and certainly excited about that. That's why they moved up and drafted him as high as they did. I, I think the 49ers are going to move on, though. I, I think they're going to employ Trey Lance as a starter. I don't know what they're going to do with Jimmy G yet. I mean, there's several options. You could trade him, you could release him, or you could renegotiate a contract. But, I, you know, Jimmy G, who's throwing the ball now, I'm sure he wants to be a starting quarterback somewhere else. So uh, I look for him to either be released. I think it's probably a higher probability that he's released here uh, than, than traded. Um, but for moving forward with the 49ers, I, I agree with you. Uh, I would wait 
until the preseason. I, I think Kyle Shanahan and the coaching staff, they're going to have to get Trey Lance some experience in the preseason. Uh, so maybe before you make a determination on a bet uh, for the 49ers, uh, take a good look, a hard look at Trey Lance during the preseason. And I do recognize that Trey Lance was able to get a few snaps last season as well. He was able to see some meaningful playing time because Jimmy G wound up missing a little bit of time last year as well. But in terms of Trey Lance, what I think is just so intriguing is that typically when you see these guys, they've typically had a minimum two years under their belt as a starter in college. Now that's not always the rule, but for a lot of these guys, you do wind up seeing that. And with Trey Lance, what sticks out to me is that not only was he at a little bit of a lower level at North Dakota State, but during that 2020 pandemic year, he wound up playing one game against Central Arkansas. And quite honestly, if you looked at that game, he didn't necessarily look that great in that one. So, I mean, that's really what he's put out, the minimal amount of stats that he's had with the 49ers in 2021, that one game in 2020. And other than that, you have to go back to 2019 or earlier. And even though you do wind up having a very good defense with the 49ers. You've got a lot of good skill set players. I can't justify laying minus 120 on going over in terms of 10 wins with the San Francisco 49ers with the unknowns of Trey Lance, even with everything around him. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you on that. You know, from an experience standpoint, uh, you do have to watch him and and see how he adapts to the National Football League uh, with meaningful playing time. Uh, Jimmy G uh, presented uh, a limited opportunity, I believe, offensively uh, for the 49ers, and that's why they want to make a move here. I'll be honest with you, Greg. I mean, Jimmy G, as good as he was, he only threw for 3,800 passing yards. You know, and and I think for Kyle um, and what he wants to do with a a run-oriented offense is he wants to have the ability to use Trey Lance running the football too, as well as Debo Samuel. I mean, he wants a jack-of-all-trades in different positions and that's going to be hard to defend. If you watch the 49ers last year and how dynamic they were with the running game, I think that's where Kyle wants to go. Kyle Shanahan wants to go calling it. And not so much being a drop back passing style offense, but more run oriented, uh, the RPO systems, uh, the play action that you can incorporate Trey Lance. Cause you got to remember that one year he did have in college that he performed very well. He ran for 1100 yards He's a 6'4", 230-pound specimen uh, that I think Kyle Shannon is highly intrigued with in terms of how he can evolve his offense. Yep, and certainly he does wind up bringing a little bit of an element that Jimmy G does not in terms of the legs. Jimmy G, I don't think he's like a complete statue back there, but at the same time, he's certainly not going to be running for as many yards as well. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. And what team do you think would be in on Jimmy G if he does wind up getting released slash traded, as you mentioned, because we did wind up seeing the Carolina Panthers. They wind up going out. They wind up getting Baker Mayfield. So you got to think that they're going to be off the out of the picture. And there are quite a few teams that I feel like Jimmy G could start for in terms of like NFL quarterback hierarchies. I probably put him somewhere in like the 15, 16 range. So I do feel like there's quite a few teams that he could go to and he could start right away. It's just a question of what team would be willing to bring him in at this sort of late of notice. Right, right. And that's why I don't think he'll be traded because, okay, why, if I'm a team, why would I trade for him unless I absolutely needed a quarterback? And, and that could be the case once we get into training camp. But if you look at all 32 teams, they pretty much uh, have their starter in place. Uh, and so you'd be upgrading the backup position or solidifying the quarterback room. If you're Jimmy G and if you are released, uh, you would have your pick. Uh, and, and you would have some options to where you could probably further your career. Be curious to see what happens in Cleveland uh, with Deshaun Watson. 
uh, they might be the only trade candidate out there for the 49ers, uh, depending on how long he's suspended. But if Jimmy G is released, I mean, Seattle uh, is is a destination, I believe, that could be highly interesting for, for Jimmy G. I mean, you look at Tampa. I mean, that's another situation. Uh, you, you would think uh, it doesn't make a lot of sense, but it kind of does. Uh, if you know what a quarterback wants to do to become a starter again, I mean, I, I think anywhere in which Jimmy G feels like he can beat out uh, a young quarterback or, or an aging quarterback, I, I think Jimmy G would be looking to sign with that team as a free agent. Yep. And certainly Pittsburgh is one that winds up coming to mind as mm-hmm. well, even though they do sure. wind up signing Mitch Trubisky in the off season, they want to be utilizing their first round draft pick on Mr. Pickett as well. That is something that I think is going to be intriguing as well. And, Something else I think is fascinating as well is that I've been just taking a look at things coming into the season. And one of the biggest debates that I've been just hearing from so many people is what winds up happening in the NFC East, a division in which you just don't wind up seeing teams being able to repeat as winner year in and year out. And I'm still convinced that the Dallas Cowboys are the best team in this division. Now, Philadelphia Eagles certainly wound up having a nice end of the year last year. And I do like some of the offseason moves that they've made, but I still think that we could wind up seeing our first back-to-back winner in the NFC East in a long time. I'm not sure where you wind up standing in terms of this division, but I think that the Ric Flair mentality of in order to be the champ, you got to beat the champ, still winds up holding true in this one. It is possible. I mean, Dallas has the best offense in the league last year, and and Dak is awesome uh, as a a quarterback. But they're going to have to evolve a little bit. We'll see how good they're going to be defensively. I I like the up-and-coming Philadelphia Eagles, to be honest with you. Jalen Hurts. Uh, if he does not get injured, I think he rushes for a thousand yards. Uh, he had ten touchdowns too. So you go to implementing the quarterback into the offense, uh, like Philly did. You throw in AJ Brown. I mean, I, that's a young team that still can uh, make a lot of noise, I believe. So watch out for that defense too. I think they give Dallas a run for their money a little bit in that division. Yep. And when it comes to the odds right now, we're seeing the Cowboys right around plus one thirty-five, plus one sixty-five. On the Eagles, you obviously want to be shopping around for those a little bit because they are going to vary a little bit. And, Mike, we've got about 45 seconds left. Is there a team that you've been taking a look at? And the more you look at them, the more you sort of like them coming into the season. Out of the Saints. Uh, I think the Saints are going to surprise people. Before uh, Jameis Winston got hurt, they were 5-2. and two. Uh, and then they went on a, a losing streak. They lost five in a row as they were adjusting without a quarterback. Uh, and then they righted the ship and won four out of the last five games. So I think Dennis Allen is is in place for a reason, the continuity aspect there for the Saints. And right now we're seeing their win total at eight. And Mike, I am in total agreement with you. I want to talk about them on the Greg Peterson experience last week. I like them to be a winning team. Yes. So. I am in total locks up there. And Mike, you do a great job delivering the goods every time you're on here and appreciate the time tonight. Thank you so much. Appreciate you, Greg. Have a great night. And with Mike, we were talking a little bit about one team from San Francisco. We've got to update you on another team from another one that's going to be deciding the VEASAN pentathlon. We will do that next right here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born in a Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete for free for cash all season long. Enter into weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of $62,500 in total cash prizes. Head on over to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon now to join in on the action. 
Blue Moon, made brighter, 21 years or older terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com for details. And as always, please do drink responsibly as it is a look at with myself, Greg Peterson. And first of all, big thanks to Mike Pritchard for joining me in the last segment. Guy does absolutely incredible work here at the network for betting across America during the weekends. He does great work here with regards to our live football coverage as well. So always a pleasure to be able to get him aboard. And I promise you guys an update from San Francisco. And they always say that Rice Aroni is the San Francisco treat. When you wind up having the VEASAN betting pentathlon, that's also a treat as well as the Milwaukee Brewers now lead by a count of three to two going into the bottom of the 10th inning. And if the Brewers win, follow the money winds up being able to win this pentathlon that we wind up having. And the way that they wind up taking the lead, a bloop single that just, or not a bloop single, an infield single that it wound up being like a hard chopper. It took one hop and then died. It just landed in no man's land. So a potential bad beat here for Gil, but with follow the money, you have to endure a bullpen of the Milwaukee Brewers in the which you've had Brad Boxberger, John Hader, and Devin Williams all get used in at minimum three out of the last five days. And Josh Hader has given up at least one run in four out of his last five appearances. We shall see who winds up coming out of the bullpen as they were using Hobie Milner and Trevor Gott in the last few innings. And you wind up getting down to someone like a John Del Gustave. That's probably not who you want to have there. And for my personal bankroll, this is a total that wound up opening up at six, closed at six and a half. And when you wind up seeing sixes come onto the board, those are typically ones that you want to take it over on because it just winds up getting so stinking low that pretty much anything winds up going at that point. You can wind up tripping and falling into a total that winds up landing over on six. So we shall see there. And I'll be breaking down the Brewers versus Giants game for Friday in the 11 o'clock p.m. Pacific, 2 o'clock a.m. Eastern time hour, and it is going to be Devin Williams, by the way, who's going to try to make his way onto the mound like Mariano Rivera and try to close this thing out. So we're going to keep you up to date there, but how about if we want to take a look at a little bit of what we're going to be getting on Friday as well in the meantime, as we do have quite a few, shall we say, chalky favorites that are starting to come up onto the board, and I was alluding to the Blue Jays versus the Kansas City Royals game that we wound up getting on Thursday. How about if we wind up turning it forward to Friday as currently where I sit at Circa. Once again, got the Royals as north of a $3 underdog. This is 917-918 on the betting board. Blue Jays going to be playing us the Kansas City Royals. Zach Greinke is going to be going for the Royals and Alec Manoa. Manoa, what? He's going to be on the bump for Toronto and right now DraftKings, I am not seeing a number there. You're seeing a couple numbers out here in Las Vegas. The Circa number is Blue Jays laying minus 350 plus 310 on Kansas City. Total pretty much across the board is an eight and a half with the shading on the total to the under end. This is once again one of these you're not betting teams, you're betting numbers sort of instances. I mean, I wanted finding myself on the Kansas City Royals, which I thought there was no chance I was going to do, but I mean, because the number wound up getting well north of $3, I was willing to take anything north of a 320 on the Kansas City Royals, and it wound up getting there. Like the Westgate closed at plus 325. You wound up having Circa plus 335. DraftKings was plus 330. So, I mean, the number just wound up getting too astronomically high that I couldn't wind up passing on it. And, I mean, it's pretty much the same circumstance here. Should the Blue Jays be able to win this game more than 50% of the time? Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's no question about that. And with the Kansas City Royals, what's important here and what is really driving up these numbers is that you have to factor in vaccination status, which it sounds really bad to wind up doing, but... 
The Royals are currently without 10 players. Andrew Benatendi, who right now leads the team in terms of batting average. You're going to be without Whit Merrifield, who he had an Ironman streak, I believe, coming into either this week or last week, in which he had played like nearly three straight seasons without missing a single game. He wound up missing this entire series. You're going to be without a few bullpen pieces and Dylan Coleman as well. So you got a lot of guys that are currently out of the fold for the Kansas City Royals, but I was willing to take anything north of a plus 290. Now, Zach Granke, home and road splits, absolutely massive with him. And this is not the guy that wound up winning the Cy Young Award a few years ago. He's got north of a 70 ERA on the road, a sub-2 ERA at home. The way that I take a look at things and the way that it breaks down is that he's doing for a little bit of positive progression on the road, and he's doing for negative regression at home. So, I mean, we've seen sort of a case of which, if you take a look at the raw numbers, not great, not terrible. 3-5 and five record, 452 ERA. He's getting five strikeouts per nine innings. The accuracy in terms of both at home and on the road, it's been relatively solid. He's walking about 1.7 guys per nine innings. So for Alec Manoa, I mean, it, the guy's been absolutely tremendous. He is getting right around, I would say, about eight strikeouts per nine innings. His walks per nine rate. He has been able to do a great job with guards with his command as well as. That was something that was eluding him a little bit last season as last season and pretty much the same amount of innings that he's got this season. His walks per nine rate was nearly one and a half times higher, so he's been able to do a nice job of being able to lock in there, even though the swing and miss stuff, it is down a little bit more. But with the Blue Jays as well, it's hard to justify laying a price like this when the bullpen is just, for lack of a better term, so stinking bad. As This is a Blue Jays bullpen that is in the bottom half of the big leagues. In terms of ERA, you've been able to get a little bit more out of guys like a David Phelps, Tim Mesa, even Adam Simber has been able to do a little bit of a better job, but with the Blue Jays, very interesting circumstance here. Having to lay north of $3 for a full game on a Blue Jays bullpen that is currently 22nd in the league in terms of bullpen ERA. Now, the Royals, they're not necessarily a bullpen that you want to be trusting in overly much either. Out of your 30 MLB teams that are currently 27th, and they are dead last in the American League in terms of ERA, but these two teams are within about 0.25 points of each other in terms of that bullpen ERA, and you still have actually your best power hitter that's going to be out there for the Kansas City Royals. Bobby Witt Jr. wound up actually going deep in the win that we wound up seeing on Thursday as well. So I do think that this is a number that has gotten up a little bit too high. This is a little bit of a new-look Blue Jays team as well. You'll notice that Charlie Montoyo, Charlie Montoyo, he wound up actually being relieved of his duties a few days ago as a manager of this team. The team is 1-1 one one ever since the canning wound up happening. And, I mean, the textbook example of, you're not betting teams. You're not betting numbers is exactly what you're seeing right now in the betting analysis with the Blue Jays. Despite the fact that they've got a winning record and the Kansas City Royals came into the series 35-53, and 53, you've actually lost less money betting the money line of every single Royals game as opposed to betting every single Blue Jays game. If you bet the Blue Jays on the money line in every one of their games this season for $100 every time, you're down over $1,400. I mean, it has been really rough to say the least, if you've been betting on the Blue Jays night in and night out, and even though you do have Lager Jr. being able to give you 20 home runs thus far this season, and the offense has been solid, that blow, that bullpen, that is just something that is a very much a worry mark for the team, and it is always interesting to take a look at these teams that wind up having a managerial change, because we saw it with the Philadelphia Phillies. It was a kick in the pants that they needed. Ever since then, they have been looking like a new-look team, the bullpen, has been run a little bit differently. Corey Knable is being utilized a little bit more as a closer. He is now being used in the seventh inning, and he seems to have found a home 
in the seventh inning, and you've been having Sir Anthony Dominguez used in a couple more high-leverage spots. He has been able to do a very solid job, and even without Bryce Harper, this is still a team that is fighting for a playoff spot right now, and if you ask me, I think that they've got a relatively solid shot of being able to make the postseason on the other end for the LA Angels. They wound up getting Joe Madden, who I still think that's so hilarious that he wound up shaving off a mohawk in order to try to hype his team up, and well, he never got to show the team as Mohawk because he wound up getting canned hours in which after he wound up shaving that off and was before the game as well. So that just wound up being a very sad state of affairs. And ever since then, the LA Angels, they were hoping that that would be able to hype the team up a little bit more. That did not wind up being able to do any good whatsoever for them. So I do think that it can wind up going one of two ways. I think that it'll overall be a little bit of a net positive for the Toronto Blue Jays, but until you wind up getting some bullpen pieces for this team, they just wind up being a little bit less than trustworthy. They were actually very much an under team towards the beginning part of the season when the bats weren't coming around. And there are just some of those teams in which when the bats are not necessarily thriving, the pitching, it is right there for them and vice versa. When the pitching winds up just going to mush, the bats all of a sudden, they wind up being able to wake up. We see this with like for instance, for lack of a better term, Jacob deGrom starts when he is healthy for the New York Mets because, I mean, the Mets, up until the 2021 season, they wound up having a losing record in a lot of starts in which Jacob deGrom wound up having year in and year out because, I mean, despite the fact that Jacob deGrom would go out there, he would give up one run over the course of seven innings. Just no good if you wind up giving up just one run in seven innings when your offense winds up scoring zero runs. And it looks like we're going to have a final in the VEASAN pentathlon, the Brewers, they have Devin Williams go out there. He winds up being able to close it out. The Brewers win by a count of 3-2 to and follow the money. They wind up hitting a big, giant long shot with needing Corbin Burns to get 9-plus strikeouts and the Brewers to be able to get a win. Brewers get it done in extra innings. Corbin Burns left the game getting 10 strikeouts. Brewers wind up being able to get the job done by a count of 3-2. to And hey, the Brewers money line today, so... That wound up making me a little bit happy, but hey, congratulations to those guys. You can expect to unfollow the money Friday morning that they will be patting themselves on the back for that, and we pat ourselves on the back for trying to find some winners on this MLB betting board for Friday up next right here on the lookout on Beeson, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. I mean, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Summer Special is here for just $19. You get everything that VSIN has to offer now through the end of July. Sign up today and you'll be able to get VSIN's daily best bets. This includes Adam Burke's MLB daily best bets. NFL preseason coverage, premium articles as well on golf, UFC, and NASCAR. And if you want the full VEASAN experience, this includes a daily best bets email, every single edition of Point Spread Weekly, news for our betting tools, and live video streaming. Cost is just $19 to be a subscriber now through July 31st, and you're able to sign up at VEASAN.com slash summer as it is a look at with myself, Greg Peterson, and we've got things all settled with the VEASAN Pantathlon. Now we've got to get things settled and get things all working in terms of the MLB betting board as wound up seeing quite a few games, especially with the American League teams, wind up having some TBD starters. Now things are starting to come to light. Now we're seeing a little bit more clarity in terms of the board. So how about if we wind up going with the biggest rivalry in Major League Baseball? This is going to be getting going on Friday between the Red Sox and the Yankees. 9-15, 9-16 on the betting board. Jordan Montgomery going to be taking the bump for the Yankees. And Nathan Eovaldi, first starting a little bit over a month, He's on the bump for Boston. Total on this game is 8.5, and, and with the Yankees in them, anywhere between minus 165, seeing as high as a minus 180 out there, and with Boston, going to be getting them in the neighborhood about plus 150 and plus 155, and typically I wind up having quite a bit of trepidation of taking a run line in a rivalry quite like this because, I mean, whether it be college basketball, whether it be in the NFL, whether it be here in baseball, typically you just have those rivalries in which things wind up being competitive no matter what. And I do think that the Yankees-Red Sox does wind up falling under that sort of moniker. But with Nathan Evaldi making his return, I absolutely love fading guys coming off the injured list. And for Evaldi, he had really been finding his form. Going into what wound up happening with him landing on the injured list, being out for a little bit over a month, this is going to be his first start since June 8th. So he wound up missing a full four-plus weeks up, and it's a little bit of an issue for the Boston Red Sox. And what else is an issue for the Red Sox as well is that you got a Boston bunch that they wound up really having to burn through their bullpen, and really both of these teams had to wind up burning through their bullpen. The Yankees, they wind up losing two out of three against the Cincinnati Reds, which I know that... Our good friend Sean King was very, very hyped about that when I was coming in to be able to take over this show. But that said, it is a case which with the Boston Red Sox, 
I do have my question marks there. And for the New York Yankees, you figured that there was going to be some bumps along the way. I mean, they were on an absolutely historic pace prior to that series against the Cincinnati Reds, 61-25. and And even with losing two out of three of those games, and they're still sitting here, 62-27. Every single team in Major League Baseball, whether they be the 27 Yankees or if they wind up being, well, the 2019-2020 Baltimore Orioles, they all wind up having their good runs and their bad runs. And right now, this is a little bit of a bad one for the New York Yankees, having lost four out of their last five. But Jordan Montgomery is one of the better steady Eddie guys for the New York Yankees to trot out there because his command has been so good, and he's going to be able to deliver length. 1.7 walks per nine innings. Home and road, he's relatively consistent. He's got an overall ERA that's right around a 319, and it really doesn't very much, no matter where he winds up pitching, as his home ERA this far this season, 319. His road ERA, 319. It's been absolutely tremendous to be able to take a look at it in all honesty, and he gives up the deep ball a little bit more at home. And as a matter of fact, at home, four walks in 48 innings. That's just absolutely Obscene what he's been able to do now for the Boston Red Sox. Lineup has been very prolific all season long, but you don't necessarily have a lot of home run power when it comes to this Red Sox team. You wind up seeing Trevor Story wind up getting the day off yesterday or on Thursday, so he might not be available for this team. And really, the guy that has been supplying the boom that'd be Rafael Devers. He's been tremendous for this Red Sox team, hitting at 325. He's been able to go deep 20 times as far this season, but probably going to need a little bit more pop out of guys like. J.D. Martinez moving forward, Xander Bogarts as well, but both of those guys do a nice job moving the line. They're both hitting above a 300 for the team. Jaron Duran, along Christian Vasquez, they've been able to find ways to be able to get on base as well. And for the New York Yankees, we all know about the home run power of this team. As you've got John Carlos Stanton and Anthony Rizzo, both with 22, 23 home runs apiece. Aaron Judge has not went deep 31 times. That leads all of Major League Baseball. But the question becomes, with this New York Yankees team, Sort of mixing and matching in terms of bullpen. Now I think that they're starting to see the issues of having someone like Chad Green that's hurt. He wanted going down with Tommy John surgery a little bit over a month ago. And as a result, they've sort of had to try to mix or match their way with this bullpen. And it had been working. Now you're trying to give some someone like Jonathan Lewisica innings. They wound up doing that on Thursday. That did not wind up working out for them. Clay Holmes has started to hit a little bit of a wall as well, which you figured as much. I mean... For Clay Holmes, it has been one of the biggest rises I've ever seen for a reliever. And I mean, really, a lot of these Yankees' arms in general, because Nestor Cortez in 2020, that pandemic year, he was pitching for the Seattle Mariners and he wound up having north of a 10 ERA. Clay Holmes, I remember him best for being in a relief appearance in the 2018 season with the Pittsburgh Pirates. He was on in the 16th inning, facing off against the Milwaukee Brewers. All he needed to do in order to secure a Pirates win was get out Jordan Lyles. And no, this is not like some prospect named Jordan Lyles. This is the same Jordan Lyles that you know as the current starter for the Baltimore Orioles. All he needed to do was get Jordan Lyles, who hasn't gotten a hit since I think like 2015, out. He wound up walking Jordan Lyles and then Orlando Arcia, and it was Eric Kratz who wound up hitting, getting hits off of him that wound up leading to the win. Ever since then, he's been able to have a sub-2 ERA with the New York Yankees, and he's been completely rebuilt. So... I mean, the way that the Yankees have been able to maneuver some of these arms has been nothing short of amazing, but it also becomes a case in which when you wind up getting just so much out of guys that, let's call it what it is, they were a little bit of cast-offs. These were guys that were certainly projects. You are going to have your hiccups along the way, even someone like a Michael King, who has been very good for the team this season. You figured that 
there would be some issues along the way, but certainly a Yankees team with all sorts of firepower, and I do wind up just having a little bit of a tough time trusting Nathan Eovaldi in his first start coming off the injured list, and I mean, we saw with the Yankees versus the Red Sox series the last time around. Last week, all four of those games wound up going over the total. If they're going to give me an 8.5, I'm going to be taking it over. At a 9, I would start to consider a little bit more of an under, but with the Yankees, I do think that they are going to be very angry. I think that Certainly, that Reds series wound up getting their attention, and it wound up getting their attention in very, very loud fashion. And being able to get a plus 120 on the run line of the Yankees, I think that this is going to be a good bounce back spot for them. So I'm looking at an over, and I'm going to be taking a look at a Yankees run line. And when it comes to what we're seeing out there in the American League in general, we've got a good race that's going to be going down in the Central as well. So we wind up going White Sox versus Minnesota Twins. This is 927, 928 on the board. Michael Kopech, he's going to be in the start for the White Sox, who are finding themselves underdogs anywhere between about plus 120 to a plus 127. And for the Minnesota Twins, it is Devin Smelter. And Smelter and company find themselves in between about a minus 133 and a minus 140 favorite. And with the White Sox, I needed at least a plus 125 to be able to take a shot. We have now been able to get there in a lot of books. And for Devin Smelter, it's just a case in which this guy does not wind up getting a lot of strikeouts and he gives up the deep ball too much. That is a big, giant issue. And for Devin Smeltzer, he is really lucky that he doesn't have some wretched north of 5 ERA right now because all the home runs that he's given up are solo shots. Now, Michael Kopech is incredibly lucky that his opponent's batting average is right around a buck 88. His swing and miss stuff has been down this year. He's been getting right around 7 after 8 strikeouts per 9 innings. His walks per 9 rate is north of 4. So you've got two candidates, in my opinion, that are due in for quite a bit of regression, but I just take a look at Devin Smeltzer here, and man, I have a tough time being able to bet on him right now because I do think that the regression monster, it is still coming from it for him, and I think that it's going to eat him alive. As In 59 and two-thirds innings thus far this season, he's allowed 26 total runs and 13 homers. That is just not sustainable And at home. This is one of the most wild things that you're going to see. He's got a 2.10 ERA at home through five starts. He has given up six home runs and seven total runs. That means that at the absolute minimum, if every one of the runs that you gave up were via homers, five of those six home runs were solo shots. You're not going to get just that lucky time in and time out. And for Smelter, he's getting right around five and a half strikeouts per nine innings. The walks are starting to pile up a little bit as well. He's up to right around two and a half walks per nine innings. So that's an issue. And for the Minnesota Twins, not necessarily the world's greatest bullpen. You've got Yohan Duran along with Griffith Jacks who are able to give you multiple innings. They're able to give you right around a three ERA, but... Fieldbar has been far from tremendous for this team. Emilio Pagan has been dealing with an injury, and honestly, that's probably a good thing for the Minnesota Twins with the way that he has been playing because he had just not been good. And for the Chicago White Sox, I mean, let's talk about a bullpen that has not been good this season. They're in the bottom half of the big leagues in terms of ERA. I've been told by so many people how good this White Sox bullpen is. Right now, they're 19th in the league with a 401 ERA. They have been anything but that, as Joe Kelly is north of an 80 ERA. You've not been able to get a lot of Jose Ruiz. He's been a little bit better recently, but this is a spot in which I do think that, especially if you're able to get more like an 8.5, because I'm seeing some 8.5s, some 9s. I really want an 8.5 over. I would start to begin to take a look at a 9 under, but I would much rather have an 8.5 over. And with the White Sox starting to get a little bit of value with the way that Smeltzer has given up the deep ball. So maybe taking a look at that for Friday. And for Friday, I've got my DK Nation pick. For the Diamond coming up next, right here on the look at on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network.
What's the guarantee? What's the guarantee? Hey, Derek! What's the guarantee? The biggest pro football contests in Vegas are back. With 12 million in guaranteed prizes. There's two ways to win, and there's no rate. To win, and there's no rate. To win, and there's no rate. To win. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.